Good morning, welcome back. We are studying the ninth chapter Perek Tashiai of Ilchot Berachot of Harambam Mishneh Torah Sefer Hava Alecha Aleph. This chapter will deal, by the way, with the the Berachot we say before smelling something that has a nice scent. As we'll see, not only do we have to say Beracha before eating something that we want to enjoy from, but also for smelling something, one of the other senses. Just like a person is forbidden from enjoying any food or drink before saying a beracha, so too, so too, he may not enjoy a fragrant scent without a beracha. And how should one say beracha before enjoying from a fragrance? If the source of this scent was a tree or something coming from a tree, like a branch of a tree, or like oil from one of the fruits, as we'll see later. Blessing you are, Hashem, uh, our God, eternal King, the one who creates uh, trees that have nice scents. And if it was, however, an herb or a plant or deriving from it, the Beracha is rather the one who creates uh, asabim, it's, it's a plant or herbs that have nice scents. However, if it was neither from a tree nor from the ground, rather, for example, uh, mor is uh, what they call in English musk, which is which is animal driven. It's animal driven. The one who creates all kinds of things that smell good. And an exception to the first kind of beracha, although it comes from the tree, if the fruit that has the good smell is a fruit that usually is eaten, like for example an etrog or an apple, the one who has given good scent to fruits. And on everything, if a person said, however, as opposed to any of the other four specific, uh, three specific ones that we just meant, four specific ones that we just met, no, sorry, three specific ones that, that we just mentioned, if you use for any of them, it's fine, very analogous to with foods, the Beracha of Shehakol, with respect to other Berachot. If someone is saying a Beracha for incense, they used to burn these uh, this good-smelling sources in order to smell the, the, the incense that comes from it. They actually used to use it as part of the laundry process to give good smell to clothes. You have to wait for the smoke to start rising before saying the beracha. 
וחיסן מברכין עליו, what ברכי said over it, אם היה זה הנשרף שנתן ריח עץ, מברך עצה וסמים, so you look at what's being burnt, if what's being burnt is something that you would have said over it, בורא עצה וסמים, you continue saying בורא עצה וסמים, ואם היה עשב מברך עץ צווה, ואם היה ממין חיה וחיה ספה, מברך בורא מילה וסמים, if it was an herb you say בורא עץ צווה וסמים, if it was neither herb nor tree, like for example something that's animal driven, you say בורא מילה וסמים. על החגים, על שמן של האפרסמון וכיוסה בו. שמן אפרסמון used to be, before the Arabs invented alcohol, alcohol is an Arabic word, al-kahal, which is a base in which you dissolve either cosmetics or perfumes. Everything used to be back when, in that time, oil-based. And one of the most delicate and exquisite oils that they had was balsam oil, afarsemon, shemen afarsemon, which has in and of itself, it has in and of itself a good smell. So you mix in that something else, and, and that, uh, that's a perfume that you used back in the day. So if you just take the shemen shel afarsemon by itself, mevarech alav, the beracha that you say for it is It's a special beracha only for this kind of oil. The one who creates a pleasant oil. However, olive oil, that you were able to press it so much that its smell is emanating, then the beracha for it is not the one who created the pleasant a pleasant, uh, pleasantly smelling oil, but rather the one who, uh, the one who creates trees that have good smell, we go after the tree that is the source for this olive oil. And this might be relevant for us for perfumes and oil that already has, you added to it some spices, like Shemen HaMishha, to make out of them a good smell, then the Beracha for that oil is Boremine Besamim. Have you lefanav Shemen Vihadas? If a person has before him good smelling oil and a branch of myrtle, Hadas, Mevarech al Hadas, Ufoteret HaShemen, he can say the Beracha for the Hadas, Bore'at Sevesamim, and through that exempt his obligation to say any beracha for the oil. Given that this oil, the one, for example, the olive oil, which we said the beracha is samim, has the same beracha, you say beracha for, for the branch, and that encompasses the oil as well. However, if you have before you Two kinds of perfumes, of oils. One of them has within it smell from trees. And one of them has within it smells from herbs. So you may not say one beracha to exempt the other. Each of them requires its own beracha. Now this is something we already saw with Prikat Hamazon. But this is now a halacha here as well. If you have before you wine and perfume, Then 
This is exactly what we said before, but now as halakha, now not only as part of the se'udah, if you have wine and oil, then you should hold the wine on the right hand, the oil, meaning the perfume on the left hand, then you say the beracha over the wine, borefri hagefen, and drink it. And then after you're drunk from the wine, you say boremilebe samim or boreatsebe samim over the oil, and you, you smell it. And then, not to throw it away, you give it to the shamash, you put it on the head of the of the waiter, unless he was a tamid hachamim, in which case you put it on the wall because you don't want a tamid hachamim to be uh, to have perfume and to go with perfume out to the street. Something that we have a doubt, we are not sure if it derives from trees or from the ground. Then when in doubt, you say which is a beracha that encompasses everything. Likewise, if you have a perfume that in the store, the artisan already mixed it, and it comes from various different sources, and the beracha is Likewise, if you go inside a perfume store and you smell all of these all of these delicious smells, you say over all of them. And if you are spending the entire day there, you say only one beracha. However, if you go in and out, then every time you come in, you have to say the beracha again. And this is the, the rule for when you'd be hayav, you become obligated to say the beracha over good smells. It's as soon as the good smell, as soon as you stop smelling it. Which is why in Ilchot Shabbat, Rambam is going to say that in order to, uh, or maybe we said it in, in, in the 100 berachot, I forget, that whenever on Shabbat you want to make up the berachot that you are not saying because it's Shabbat, so we have fewer berachot in the Amidah. So one of the ways to make up for those berachot is to take something that smells good, say the beracha and smell it, wait a little bit, the smell has passed, then you take it again and you say another beracha and you smell it again, because every time that you're re-smelling something, you're restarting your obligation to say that beracha. The Shoshana is apparently a lily and it doesn't it doesn't have very strong smell, but it's uh, or maybe even a rose, you can you can say this about the rose also. It's not clear what it is, but it's something that grows next to the water. The beracha for them is Narges. Narges is, uh, it comes from the Roman uh, Narcissus, is like Narkis in modern Hebrew. So it has two kinds. Shelegina, the one of the garden variety. You say The one that grows in the wilderness, the wild kind. You say over it. Havered, rose, umehavered, also rose water. We have levona. Levona is a, um, is something that we we have for. It's one of the ingredients of the ketoret. 
It's an African tree, actually. And it gives a very good smell in incense. They have mastique, mastique, like Hebrew, modern Hebrew mastic, is uh, which is the word for gum. It's something that you used to people used to chew it, and this is, um, it's uh, it's it's some uh, it's, it's what what comes the sap that comes from the tree, uh, a certain kind of sap that people used to chew back in the day. It has this gum quality to it, and it smells very good. And things of the sort that come from trees. Sorry, not mevarech. Borei aser esamim. The bracha is borei aser esamim. Halachazain. Shelosham in areach tov el mevarchin alehen. There is three kinds of good smells, and only three kinds of good smells for which a person, even though they smell good, should not say a bracha. Veluhen, and these are they. Areach tov she asur leharach bo. The kind of good smell that is forbidden to derive a benefit from. We'll see a couple of examples. Number two, Number two is a good smell, the purpose of which, the function of which is only to mask a bad smell. And number three, Number three is a kind of a good smell that is not meant to be smelled directly from that source. So we'll see in a second what this means. How so? Good scents, perfumes that are dedicated or being used for or perfumes that are being worn by any of the women with whom we are not allowed to have relations. In other words, almost everyone but our wife. Then uh, if a if a lady is passing by with a good perfume and smells very good, you should not say beracha because you should not be trying to derive a benefit from that smell. Perfumes that people use, they used to use perfume to, to, uh, to put next to the body in order for the body not to stink. That's the meaning of tov shem mishem and tov. The pasuk tov shem mishem and tov is it's good to have, it's better to have a good reputation than to have very good smelling oils anointing your dead body. In other words, uh, the good reputation will smell even better than, than those, than those uh, good oils. So the purpose of it is to mask for a bad smell. Upsamim or perfumes that you use in a bathroom. or oils that are used like soaps to remove dirt. One should not say a for them because they have a function of removing a bad smell. Uh, likewise today for deodorants. Incense that is made as part of the laundry process, as we mentioned before, that is meant to end up penetrating and embedded in the clothes themselves, then you, you don't say beracha over the incense itself. Because the purpose of it is not to smell it directly from the source, but rather to smell it once it gets to the clothes. However, however, also a person who smells the clothes that cut that smell should not say beracha. 
because you'd be saying a biracha over something that only has a scent of the scent and it's not the source of the scent it doesn't have the aikar the source of it and therefore it doesn't deserve a biracha <clears throat> perfumes that are in a party made by goyim one should not say beracha for them because we have a presumption that a party made by goyim is for the purpose of avodah if a person is walking outside the city and he smells a good smell if the majority of the city are goyim, then the presumption is that this smell comes from Avodah Zarah, then you should not say Beracha. If the majority of the city are Yehudim, you should say Beracha. If uh, two scents mixed together, one from a source that one should not say Beracha for, and the other one from a source that one should say Beracha for, you go after the majority, and whichever one is the majority is the one that will control, and you'll treat the entire smell as though it's the majority, and if it deserves a beracha, you say beracha, and if you should not say beracha, you do not say beracha. With this, we finish chapter 9. Have a great day.